today's coaching coordinator podcast is a quick cast taken from the Texas High School Coaches Association convention in which Jimbo Fisher talked about winning in the red zone. In this part, he's going to share his philosophy on why it's important to practice in the red zone and give you some great tips and insight onto why you should plan for some of this as you get into your fall camp here pretty soon. For those of you who are going to the Texas High School Coaches Convention this weekend, please DM me. I have a special event. It is free. Uh, DM me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski, and I will get you the information on that. Here's Coach Jimbo Fisher giving his philosophies on what actually wins in the red zone. The entire talk is available on CoachTube. Link is in the show notes. You know, we're going to talk philosophically. Things that affect the game. As I go back as a coach, recruiting, you got to recruit, you got to have good players, you got to get good players. But then when we're coaching the game, what are the things that are affecting the game? Right now, what it always has affected games more than anything is turnovers. And we know that. Turnovers affect the game. Do we get them? And do we not have them? Because the game is about one thing. The game's about the ball. Whoever has the ball, the eyes are on the ball. If there's 110,000 people, 105,000 people in Kyle Field, they're looking where the ball is. We know that. We got to take care of turnovers. Second in, the, in the today's game is big plays. Being able to change the field. There's so many good athletes on the field. Those long drives are great, and you can have them, and, and it's, it's good to have. But somewhere in those games, when you're playing good people, you have to be able to change the field. You have to, whether it's a, a great scheme play, a trick play, being able to change, or just you getting your great player in a one-on-one situation, whether it's a run or a pass or whatever, and creating to be able to change field position. Because I can say, I'm a lot better coach on those one-play drives or two-play drives than I am on those 12-play drives. When you have to make 12 calls right in a row, they can become tough because the other teams are good too. Now, there's part, we, we do a lot of that too. But turnovers and big plays are huge. Next, of course, is always third down. You got to be able to create third down. You got to be able to create them on offense and convert them. And on defense, you got to get off the field. Like I say, three and outs. And, you know, I, uh, I remember Coach Bowden one time when he and Coach Andrews were, were talking, and Florida State was one of the first no huddle teams that went out there. And Mickey had said, you know, well, uh, Bobby said, you guys are going too fast. You're leaving us on the field too long. And Coach Bowden's answer back was, he always told me, well, if you go three and out, you ain't out there too long. You got to be able to get off that field. Now, there's a fine line in between that somewhere, but also third downs, working third downs. And last but not least is red zone and tight zone. And I think this is probably the area of all areas that we talk about that we don't put as much practice time in. And I, and I sit down as a, as a coach, you know, quite a few years back, researching the game, doing that, and we all say it. And I sat there and looked at myself in a, in a preseason meeting, you know, when we're going over everything. All right, I say we have to put time in the red zone. And then I look at my practice schedule and the days I allot for it, whether it's spring, whether it's uh, fall camp, doing, doing the, regular, doing the uh, season game planning, we're not in there enough. And I, I look at all y'all's fields, the ones that don't have turf fields, okay, that have natural grass. Between the 20s, it's all dirt. Best grass is from the 20 to the back of the end zone. The best grass on fields is from the 20 to the back of the end zone because on the practice field, because most of the time we're not down there enough. And to me, that's where the game's decided. It's when it's won and lost. I mean, you go back and you think about the games, how many times we got to the red zone or we got to the tight zone. I, and I consider red zone from 25 to 15 and tight zone from 15 to five. And then inside to five, I consider goal line. But as we go back and look, we didn't execute down there. We didn't score. We were down there, man. We moved the ball. We had 500 yards. We had, and I, and I had gains myself. We had 480 yards. We had 600 yards. We didn't have points. 
We kicked field goals, we turned it over, we didn't convert, whatever, but we didn't score touchdowns in the red zone, tight zone. And to me, that's where the games were decided. You have to put the ball in the end zone because at the end of the day, who wins the game? The team with the most points. We create the big plays and you get them. But on those drives, when you hit those, how many, think about how many games you hit a big play and you get it down there and you're in the 10 or 15 and momentum goes and all of a sudden you don't score a touchdown. Well, that momentum you gain is just now lost. The defense has now stopped you and moved you out of there and the momentum swung. They said, hey, we withstood that. That's three points. We can overcome that, blah, blah, blah. But when you score touchdowns, you keep the momentum of the game, you change. Because that's the other thing we don't talk about enough, momentum of the game. Especially the younger you are, even more so than college and even more so than it goes, you know, pros one thing in momentum, which is huge. College is next. Because and, and, the younger you are, I think the harder you have to do, if players have a hard time dealing with momentum. And scoring touchdowns is momentum. Stopping touchdowns is momentum. And you have to be able to do that. So when I'm talking about, and I'm sitting here as an offensive coach talking about we have to score touchdowns with practice and we have to get our guys because what you have to do, you have to get them, get them acclimated to that area. You're operating in a tighter area. You're operating in a, in a very tight knit physical zone. And I'm going to talk about some reasons why we want to practice more red zone, tight zone here in just a minute. But also, as I'm talking about it offensively, I'm also talking about it defensively. When you put your defenses back against the wall, because what happens when most people's back is against the wall, what happens? They panic. They panic. All right? And then your defenses will make, as they get down there, think, well, I have to do something outstanding. I have to get a sack. I have to get an interception. I have to take a chance. I have to, you know, we're going to blitz, right? Or they, they gamble when they don't have to, and they give up an easy score. Well, the more your offense is down there and it gets used to doing things when you're in practice, so doesn't your defense. This is a team thing. Everything I, look, I think of, you know I'm an offensive, I, as an offensive play caller and a quarterback coach, I think offensively, but I also think team and I think defense. I put myself in the other avenue. As a head coach, you have to think both ways. Our players, they're all saying, well, the offense did good. The defensive guys say, well, coach, you're happy today. I said, yeah, for one side. And where the defense is happy. Now, I'm only happy when both sides do well. So it, it, every day in practice as a head coach, you, generally you're mad at somebody. What's going on? Somebody did good, somebody did bad. And you know, as a head, you get excited one side and you say, oh, Lord, I got problems over here. So as a head coach, you, you can never relax. The offense, defense coordinators, they can go home and have a smile on their face. It goes good. But you got to put that defense down there to where they realize, okay, that's minimize the damage. That's minimize this situation to where, you know, if we get negative plays, we get a turnover, that's great. But what we don't want to do is give up a touchdown and learn to take pride in that, that goal line. Whether you score on it, or you defend it. That's our territory. They do not get across it. You have to defend it, as if, for lack of a better term, with your lives. Everything you got. You got to give every ounce of everything you have. But I think you have to get guys that's like us in everything we do. The more times we drive home from, from work, we're comfortable with the route. So when there's changes and things happen, we can adjust and go. Same way with your players. When they practice in the red zone, tight zone, offensively or defensively, they get in the comfort zone. And they learned that what most people do, most people have certain things they like to do or certain schemes schematically and because there's only so many things you can do because of what? The depth of the field. And the defense has to use that and the offense understands how they have to find ways to widen it, create the space in which is needed. And you have to put them there to get them comfortable. If they're not comfortable in those situations, they're not going to be successful. And that's just like, because we, whether you spend it on third down in the field, throwing deep balls, running the option, I don't care, quarterback zone read, all that stuff. And here's, here's my belief too. If you can do it in the red zone, tight zone, 
it's going to be a heck of a lot easier, especially offensively out in the field when the defense have to defend a lot more field than what you're trying to do. I believe that wholeheartedly. And so we put them in the worst scenario because generally when it gets tighter, you think of it that the defense has the advantage because the field reduces. It makes it tougher. The game changes a little bit. And offensively, you have to learn that. And see, I always, you hear me talk about football all the time. I believe tough physical people win. Tough physical and smart people win. Well, if that doesn't exemplify what's in the red zone, tight zone, that's, that's exactly what, what happens. You have to be smart down there because while on offense I have points, I don't want to give them up, the three that I got if I got a field goal kicker, but I want to maximize and I want to, and I want to score touchdowns. So I have to be aggressively intelligent on how I play. I, have to be, I want to be aggressive. I don't want to be shy and not take chances because i got to score touchdowns because there's going to be tight holes, tight windows. We understand everything in the red zone, tight zone happens quicker, tighter, and it's more physical. And so you have to understand how to play that way. Then it becomes more physical because the guys are squatting, so you have to create leverage with power, I mean, or, or tremendous quickness, or how you, how you run your picks, your bunches, or whatever you're going to do. Defensively, you have to defend it, not panic, and learn to be more physical. And see, I believe physicality in the game of football. I don't care how far you spread it out. We're still, we still got helmets and pads on. We still have helmets and pads on, okay? So we have to, have to be physical. Whether you're tackling in space or whether you're tackling from a bunch formation or a too tight formation, it doesn't matter. The physicality, and I think this helps your team become physical. And more importantly, it helps your skill guys become physical. The interior guys are always getting banged. You hear it all the time if you run a spread offense. They say, well, they do great, but when they get to the red zone, tight zone, and down the goal line, they can't score touchdowns because they're not physical. Well, I don't believe that. You can make your guys physical. Get them down there and practice it and understand how to play that way. And for your defenses to learn how to play the spread teams down there in that area, whether you can use the, the field and become more physical and take advantage of it. But the, phys the physical part of football will never go away unless they go flag football. Unless they go flag football, the physical part's never going to go away. So you have to put your kids in, and be, put yourself in a position where they can near leg, near shoulder, create leverage points, understand how to use contact to get open on offense, how to reduce it on defense and absorb it contact and the way they open their hips and take on shots and do those kind of things. Some helpful insight from Coach Jimbo Fisher there from the Texas High School Coaches Association. Again, the entire talk is on CoachTube. The link is in the show notes. A reminder, if you are headed to San Antonio for the Texas High School Coaches Convention, DM me on Twitter and I'll get you information about our free special event that we have going on in San Antonio in conjunction with the convention. Follow all we're doing at coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski.